Welcome to the I Give an F1 podcast. I'm Allison. And I'm Lynette. And we're here to talk about the latest news in Formula One. And today we're going to do a little fun episode. Um, we're going to do a yearly recap, pretty much. 2023 yeah. race recap. I'm super excited about this episode, you guys. <laughs> Just because the, the season is over doesn't mean the fun has to end. I know we still, you know, have to look back at all the fun memories and everything and all the crazy stuff that happened. And we asked you guys um, a few questions on some things. So we're going to talk about that and see what you guys had to say about the year and like some moments and stuff. So I think that'll be fun to like, just kind of remember all of those things again. <laughs> yeah. So how do you want to start this off? Um, so first, I think we should go over our predictions that we had at the beginning of the year. And obviously these predictions, uh, I think we were, I mean, they weren't really based off anything <laughs> much. I think they were more just kind of like what we thought, you know, from last fun. year, maybe like maybe some things that we had heard, but they were, <laughs> they weren't too bad, I would say. So um, starting off, do you want to do this like, five to one, like whoever our fifth driver was, and then we just say who it was and then who it actually ended up being. Yeah, we can do that. We don't have to go through the whole list. <laughs> okay. Cause it was pretty off. Yeah. So we'll stick, with, we'll stick with the, uh, the top ones. Okay. Sounds good. So in fifth place, I had George Russell and I had George Russell too. And then the driver championship fifth place went to, <laughs> Um, that was, who was that? Do you have the list? Um, I thought you had it. Let me pull it up. Okay. No, just one second. Let me see. I was going to write it down in the night. So fifth place was Charles Leclerc. Okay. Yeah. And he was tied with points technically with Fernando, with Fernando. but. Yeah, but Fernando got fourth, so <laughs> we were okay, off on so that one. George actually finished, what, eighth? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, watched that one a little bit, but, you know. <laughs> Who would have thought Fernando Alonso was going to have, like, a great season like he did? I know. So I think that was, him. like, the the big surprise there that messed us up with our, with our <laughs> predictions. Yeah. Um, okay, so fourth place, I had Carlos. And I had Sergio, Sergio okay. Perez, who ended up second. So, so Carlos ended up in seventh and I had originally said fourth. So <laughs> a little <laughs> off. Okay. You're number three, uh, Lewis, Lewis. And I had Carlos. So I actually got this one, right? <laughs> Lewis ended up a third in the championship with 234 points. So hate to say it, but just a little pat on the back. Cause I got one, correct. <laughs> you got one. Um, and then second, Oh, did you give your third? Who was your third? Yeah. Carlos? Mine was Carlos. Yeah. So we had, he had split. a really he... good season. He had yeah. a really good season. Yeah, yeah, he was doing better than Charles actually there in the beginning for a while yeah. until like the very end. I think like those last three races, Charles kind of like just passed him up real quick. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I in second wishful thinking put Max mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, I did Charles. And I remember I kept going back and forth, back and forth. I was like, no, I don't think I don't know. I don't think so. So yeah. I got one right. Well, well. 
<laughs> for not you did, for you did a good job you got yeah. max correct for first you, i got max yeah you put him in first i put charles in first mm-hmm. <laughs> like i said wishful thinking um yeah. but anyway i think that was a, a fun review we each got a point so we tied yeah <laughs> so not bad not bad yeah so, and then we had asked we had done a post like way back then at the beginning of the season asking you guys for your predictions or just like comments of what you think you know might happen and stuff so we had one from Allison Bloff and her top three was Max Charles and George so she got Max right and she also said that she would love to see Mick and Danny in a race and you got to see more than a race, Allison. Yeah, you got to see a couple of them. <laughs> Not know, with Mick, but girl. Danny. Danny came yeah. back. Yes, and he then did. We, yeah, and then we had another prediction from Brian, and he said Max, Charles, Lewis, Sergio, Russell, um, Signs, Alonzo, Lando, Gasly, and Ocon. And then yeah. his wild card was Daniel starts a race this season. So I think... Quite a few people were hoping for that to see Daniel and they got it. Yeah. Bryant didn't do too bad. Um, I know. He said Max was first. Lewis was third. Mm-hmm. I like then... how we all kind of put Sergio in like towards the back. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have much faith in him. It seemed like in the beginning of the season. No, we didn't. Yeah. And then who else did we have? Tanya said Nico on podium. Um, that would have been really cool to see. Yeah. Unfortunately, we did not. No. <laughs> um, and then F1 podcast. Does Lando win his first race? Does Fernando leave Aston Martin halfway through the season? Could Max pull a three-peat? And out of the three, you are correct on one. So um, yes, on the three-peat. And I was really hoping for a Lando first win. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't happen. No, we're going to have to keep waiting. See if that happens next year. Yeah. So close though. I know. So we had asked you guys a bunch of questions on Instagram and I guess we'll just go ahead and get into it, Lynette. Yeah. It's all like okay. fun polls. I know. So our first one, like we're just going to get right into it. The best race of the year. And so we didn't give any options for this one. We just wanted your submissions to see what you guys thought. So we got um, the most submissions was Singapore. And then we had Vegas and then Zanvor and Monzo. So what do you think? Do you agree with that? Wow, that's kind of crazy that Vegas got second. I know. Um, Singapore for me, definitely number one. Yeah, I think so too. I was thinking about it because like I couldn't decide all season. I was like, oh, there's so many good races. So much stuff has happened. But I think Singapore, yeah, would be a good one for the best. There was a your, lot. What Which race would have been your second? Um. I think I'm going to go with Zanvor because I remember that one like being pretty good. Like there was rain, you know, they had like the wet weather, dry weather. Like there was also a lot going on. It wasn't like such an easy, straightforward race. So I remember that one being kind of exciting. Actually, that's my second too, Mm -hmm. I was going to say. I thought that one was really interesting. Um, I did not have Vegas in my top two. Vegas Mm -hmm. probably would have been fourth for me. Yeah. I'm surprised Brazil wasn't mentioned either. Because mm. Brazil, I feel like, is always a top for people, you know, yeah. one of their favorites. Um, and then Monza, of course, we had uh, Carlos on the podium and like that little fight between both Ferraris. So that was also like a fun race, I think. Yeah, 
Yeah, I would say Monza would be third for me. Mm-hmm. So, well, good job, guys. Thanks for voting on that one. The next one we had was favorite moment on track of the year. And this one was hard for, for us to pick because there were so many options. I know. <laughs> we put yeah. a, couple, a couple options there like to help you guys out. But then you guys submitted some good ones, too. So um, out of our options, we had Carlos Sainz win in Singapore, and that one got 50%. And then we had the Alonzo Perez photo finish in Brazil with 27%. And then Lando taking the lead at the British Grand Prix with 23%. And then Esteban Ocon, Ocon podium in Monaco with 1%. <laughs> I totally forgot about Esteban. I know. <laughs> it feels like so long ago. I know it does. I was trying to think back. Okay, let's see what kind of some, you know, something else that maybe you wouldn't have thought would have happened this year or like you know, that it was like a one-time thing, you know, besides like, okay, Lando had a bunch of his podiums, you know, Ferrari, like they all kind of did. And I think Ocon just kind of popped up on there all of a sudden. So, um, yeah, like we had to include that one there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, some of the other moments submitted by you guys, Oscar's sprint win submitted by Amelia. Yeah. I loved that one. That one was so fun. And I was just super happy for Oscar. And then Charles versus Red Bulls in Vegas by Tess, hundred yeah. percent. Like that was, that, that was, was a, a good cool one. Moment. <laughs> yeah. And then Charles getting unexpected pole positions by Kinsey. Yeah. He's always like the quality King. I feel like I feel bad for him because he's, he's had how many pole positions and like no, and no, wins no race this wins this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so which one was your favorite? What do you think out of those? I know this is hard, but I'm going to go Carlos. Carlos, Carlos winning wins. in Singapore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just to like, how could you not pick that as your favorite? You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> he literally was the only non Red Bull driver to win a race. Yeah. And he fought for it too. You know, it wasn't just a, like an easy win. No, not mm -hmm. by far. <laughs> what about you? I'm going to go, um, I'll go a little different. I'm going to go with the, um, Fernando and Checo photo finish in Brazil. Cause yeah, I just remember that was like really, I, I was like on the edge of my, <laughs> my seat on the couch. I started like lay, laying back and then like slowly started working my way to the edge. Um, there's just, but yeah, that many, was a, that was a cool finish. There's just not many opportunities to watch live like a photo finish like that, which mm -hmm. was really cool to see because I think everyone was still like, oh my gosh, like who, who, who won there? Like who got, who was ahead yeah. at the end? And I feel so. like it's not something that's common or hasn't been in a really long time, like since I've been watching for sure. Um, Cause there's always like, you know, you have a big gap between all of them. So I feel like this was like the one time that it was like, wow, till the very, very end. And it was yes. for podium, you know, it wasn't like another position, like in the yes. back. True, but. true. You got the next one? Yeah. So next was the driver that impressed you the most. So we had um, on the poll, we did Oscar, Alex, Fernando, and then another. So Oscar won with 66%, Alex with 18 and Fernando with 14 And then our other submission was Yuki Sonoda. Yes, Yuki was definitely impressive, and maybe he deserved a, a spot in 
ahead of, I don't know, Fernando or something, but to be honest, like Fernando had a great season. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, who would be your, who impressed you the most Lynette? I'm going to go with Oscar. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. I just am. I'm so impressed by his demeanor and his style of driving. He's very relaxed. He's just to me, he, I don't know. He just has this like vibe about him. That's very winner mentality, but mm-hmm. like subtle, subtle yeah. about it. Like yeah. just like cool and calm about it. Like, yeah, you know, I did what I had to do and yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Yep. So who was, oh, you said Oscar. So who, um, we, the next one we asked was the most underrated driver. So we had Yuki in first with 45%, Logan in second with 20%, and Lance in third with 18%. And then 18% of you said other. So yeah, who was your most underrated driver? This one's kind of difficult for me. Yeah, me too. But hmm. I don't know. Out of the, out of those three, I'm not sure. Maybe Yuki. Yeah, I think Yuki. And I'm trying to think who else on the grid maybe we would have missed. And yeah, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. think I, I don't think we missed anybody who would be like yeah. underrated. Maybe Perez, just because like, I think everybody sort of glazed over him this year and they were like, oh, he's like not going to be a max, but he mm-hmm. actually like did amazing. And he, he ended up in second place. Yeah. Even though so, he had like his, his moments. <laughs> yeah. But I do feel um, like he's, he's. I don't know if he's underrated, but yeah. And like the same with Yuki, I feel like he, he's like a 50, 50. Cause there was times where I think he would let like his emotions take over and it would kind of maybe affect his racing. And then I think the last few races we saw a little bit more from him, like he kind of kept it together a little more and I don't, you know, I don't know, had better performance. So he's also yeah. like kind of, kind of 50, 50. I, I feel like he still has a little more work to do, like to get, things under control, you know, kind of like we were saying with Oscar, you know, I feel like he's just so like, just calm about everything. Just kind of, if something happens, it's like, Oh, okay, well, you know, move on, let's learn and, and yeah. On to the next one. So, yeah. So you got the next one. Okay. So the next one is the biggest surprise. And so we had McLaren's comeback with 41%, Daniel Ricardo's return with 35%, the Las Vegas race with 22% and then the Red Bull max dominance with 2%. Okay. What are your thoughts? I'm going to go with Daniel's return because <laughs> I really don't think we were expecting for Red Bull or for, for them to get rid of um, Nick DeVries just like that mid season. Yeah. So I'm, I think that's the biggest surprise for me. You know, I, I could like, yeah. okay, maybe next year he would have come back, but mid season, the way that it happened, I think that was kind of a surprise to everyone. Yeah. And we, and we originally thought that Nick wasn't going to do like that bad. So. Yeah. I, I, I would say Daniel's return was 
a big surprise. Like it was probably top two for me, but I'm going to go McLaren's comeback just because I don't think I've ever seen a team like since I've been an F1 fan come back that quickly and that intensely. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, there was no in between. It was just like from the bottom and now we're on the podium. Exactly. And, but to add to that, I also like biggest surprise McLaren's comeback, but also Lando Lando's struggles with the car towards the end of the season. Cause I felt Mm -hmm. like he just had so many poor qualifying performances or just Mm -hmm. little mistakes here and there. Yeah. And I felt like it was showing signs of maybe a, a bit of insecurity in like his position. I don't know. Maybe it's like his relationship with, with Oscar. I don't know. I just, I think maybe he sees Oscar now as like, Oh my gosh, like this guy's come in first year. He's like doing really, really well. Like I have to step up my game and that adds like a little bit more pressure to each race. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. I don't know if that, I, it may not have had anything to do with it, but I noticed a lot of struggles towards the end of the season that I wasn't expecting from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he admitted that he was like making those mistakes, that it was yes. him for those bad qualifying. It wasn't the car or anything like that. So, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So next up we have some non race related uh, polls that we wanted to do. <laughs> These are more fun. And, um, so who would be your team principal? And first place, we had Toto Wolf, which surprised me. Um, excuse me. Second place, James Voles. Third place, Christian Horner. And fourth place, Uncle Fred. Fred Basser. <laughs> um, who, why, did, your... why did it surprise you about Toto? Um, I think it surprised me to realize how many Mercedes fans we have. <laughs> in our, it's like in they our pop following. up sometimes we don't hear from them and then all of a yeah, sudden it's like guys? they show up <laughs> yeah where are you guys sometimes we're like oh we're all ferrari people over here yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like oh my gosh there's the lewis stands and there's the <laughs> there's the mercedes stand so way to show up guys way to show up for your mm-hmm. daddy toto um <laughs> but no i will say like i was surprised only because i feel like i feel like well, my, my, maybe because I'm biased and I voted for Fred, <laughs> I would love to have Fred as my team principal because he's just like, he's so like soft-spoken and kind of like closet hilarious. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all of his little pranks throughout the year and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's like, he's one of those him. that you need to get to know. And then you realize like you like him. Exactly. Like all of his little antics with Carlos and his birthday cake. Mm -hmm. He like tried to shove Carlos's head in his birthday cake and Carlos caught it last minute. He's like, I don't think so. (laughs) And he was so upset that his prank didn't go. (laughs) I don't know. There's just little parts about, about Fred that I love. Um, Mm -hmm. what about you? Um, I would pick Christian Horner. Okay. Yeah. Why? Um, I don't know, just because I think throughout the years he's been, um, you know, really good as a team principal and they've gotten a lot done. And that's not to say that Toto isn't because 
So I used, like, I thought, you know, Toto was great. Like he's a great team principal and everything, but the, like, when I started to kind of like change a little bit on Toto was after 2021 and he just kind of, I feel like as when they weren't performing, I feel like he kind of shows, and maybe like, it's just, he's an emotional guy or something, but I feel like he shows a lot of like anger, you know, like when he's punching the table or like throwing the uh, headsets and then like <laughs> on drive to survive when he shows up with like that black turtleneck, like looking all evil, like the villain <laughs> and stuff. And I'm just like, I feel like he can't handle not winning versus yeah. like, okay, I have control here still, even though we're not doing well, I have yeah. everything under control. Like it seems like he, he doesn't know how to handle not winning. So I okay. feel like Christian, you know, I've seen him like win, lose, and it's, he's kind of always been like the same guy. So, okay. So <laughs> you're saying Toto Wolf is a, is a poor loser. I mean, he's a bad loser. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, you said those words. <laughs> okay. Well, I I'm sticking with Fred, honestly, James yeah. see, my see, like the non-problematic one. Yeah. <laughs> I love non I love a non-problematic King and uh -huh. that is Fred and that is James. Like they yeah, are like, both of them. <laughs> they're so, so, yeah. And I feel like James is like, so supportive. Like he's yeah, so cute. So, mm -hmm. And the way he handled things with Logan, it's, you know, like yes. just supportive and caring and like protected yes. him, you know, from things that people were saying. Yeah. Um, I like that. <laughs> yeah. It just shows his leadership capability, which mm -hmm. I love. And then, okay. Best dressed. Your favorite. <laughs> my favorite. Oh my gosh. I love looking at all those amazing Thursday media day and like Friday you know, practice day outfits, like they just kill it. And I feel like the more and more, like as the years go on, I think Lewis has really become like a trailblazer of it, but like, he's like his, pretty much the only one though, that goes kind of like dressed up in something other than team gear. No, jo Joe and George, almost every single mm -hmm. race, they were at least on Fridays, they were dressed mm -hmm. up nice. And most of the time, George was repping like Tommy, the Tommy mm -hmm. and all of those fits were so just so nautical and so George, <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I'm like, mm -hmm. so they make these clothes to like, fit. did they like, I don't know. I just felt like he, he's like the face of Tommy Hilfiger and, um, and he always looks very like dapper mm -hmm. in his outfits. Um, so before we go through like who, who won, um, I do feel like Lewis kind of started this whole trend of like, you know, he wanted to wear something different to, I guess, show his individuality or whatever, like in the paddock. And I think he kind of paved the way for the other drivers to do it. And I do feel like Joe Guan Yu has like really followed so well in his footsteps because he really is serious about fashion, like loves fashion. And he has, has grown the confidence to be able to like wear fun outfits this season, which I don't know if I noticed that last year, but I definitely noticed it this year. Like he stood out a lot with his outfits. Um, so anyway, for best dressed y'all had Lewis Hamilton first, Joe second, 
Lando third. I thought Lando always kind of like showed up with they they might have been very like basic outfits, but they fit him really well. And he would always pair it with like accessories, like a really cool necklace or like a really cool sunglasses and hat or like something that kind of, I don't know, just elevated his looks mm-hmm. in a way. So um, anyway, so y'all put Lando as third and George. Well, as actually fourth. update. So oh. Lando is second. Now Lando's with second. Mm hmm. So Lewis has 47%, Lando 22%. Oh, yeah. he beat out Joe. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, that's what I'm saying, Lynette. Like they <laughs> like, they, they fool you. They actually do show up in cool outfits. <laughs> Last minute. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. So you guys voted for Lewis. Yeah. Lewis first, Lando second, Joe third, and George fourth. And... Who did you, who would, who would get your best dressed? I know you're so, a traditional girly, so you'd probably go for like a Carlos cause he always shows up in his gear. Yeah. So <laughs> see, you know me so well. I do. So <laughs> out of the four, I went with George for what we were talking about. I just like, I prefer like the more put together look like, I don't know, just yeah. like how you said, like dapper, you know, like. Um, tailored clothes, yeah, <laughs> um, like the nice sweaters, and so also like Carlos and you know even like Charles, just like that kind of look versus, um, you know, like Lewis Hamilton. He's like a whole other style. Which I think he has like a yeah. similar style with Joe. I don't really um, like follow or like I guess see a lot of what Joe's wearing, but like the few ones that I've seen like that you've posted and shared, it's like that similar it similar is. style. Yeah, which, he's. A Dior ambassador, so he gets mm-hmm. to like wear all, all the, the Dior, Dior clothes, stuff. I'm yeah. so jealous because that's like I'm such a Dior junkie. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, it's I prefer like a different style than than like what they wear. Like they have like the baggier like clothes and yeah and stuff like that. So yeah, um, so my my best dressed was Joe. I voted for Joe because mm-hmm. I thought, you know, Lewis has had this in the bag so many years, probably that like, I'm going to give it to like someone else. Mm-hmm. So Joe was my, my number one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, honorable mentions to the other three. I mean, it was hard to find four good representations of like different styles on the grid. And I felt like, yeah, I mean, people like the traditional you know, team gear. So maybe I should have added somebody who's just like solid on like the gear to kind of mm-hmm. see what you guys prefer. Like, do you even like the dressing up? Yeah. Um, I prefer um, having the team gear. Cause like, I think of yeah. it as, you know, you're here representing the team, you're here at work and you know, it's not really like time for like a fashion show or just, you <laughs> know, putting pr- on whatever random clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, Lynette. you're going to show up in your team gear or, you know, like I like uh, how Carlos wears Ferrari t-shirts, but they aren't necessarily like the, like F1 Ferrari t-shirts. Like they're uh-huh. the, the like fashion brand Ferrari. Like some of those are nice because he's still representing Ferrari, but not necessarily in like the regular sponsored t-shirts. Yeah. So yes, like, yes. I don't mind that. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> oh, and then Lando, I was kind of, I guess also I hadn't really paid much attention to like the things that he wears, but like you posted that picture, but I do, I do feel like he wears a lot of those like unbuttoned low yes. cut shirts, which 
that's all <laughs> like with the necklaces and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, he's, he, he wears a lot of jewelry. He's a jewelry mm-hmm. guy. He's like a yeah. different style, like definitely also like his own little style there. Young. He's very young. He's mm-hmm. got like a young style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> young relaxed and handsome <laughs> um, but okay so moving on you want to do the next one yeah so the most awkward grid walk moment I mean how how could we even narrow it down but <laughs> so of course we had Machine Gun Kelly Cara Delevingne Shaq and then this one I must have not seen this one Ron Vier Sin yeah, he, I think it was in Miami. Okay. I can't yeah, remember, but I don't remember that one. But yeah, he, it was kind of awkward because, like, I think um, Martin went up to him and was like, I'm so sorry. I don't remember your name. Um, would you mind introducing yourself? And he was like, I mean, he was super nice about it, but there were a lot of people that were pissed that he didn't know who he was because <laughs> apparently he's a very famous Bollywood actor. Mm. So, um, and you know, they get, they are very, you know, well-known and whatever. Yeah. And, and, and they have like really passionate fans. They do. Yeah. Mm. So he, he got it. He got it on that one. Um, what was your most awkward moment? It doesn't have to be one of those. Yeah. I don't know. I think awkward, I would go with Machine Gun Kelly because that was just the whole thing was kind of weird and his responses were kind of strained. And then the whole like air guitar, air piano thing. So I would go with awkward for that. And then I just think the other two are like the most rudest (laughs) moments. (laughs) I I think Cara Delevingne would probably probably be like more rude. Yeah. Than shy. Yeah. Um, And then the other guy, I don't, I don't remember. (laughs) What do you think? Um, So I'm going to go Kara just Mm. because it was awkward. It was really awkward. I mean, Mm. yes, of course she was like rude, but I just think the whole thing was, and then of course, like the after effects of that grid walk. (laughs) Basically we pretty much stopped getting celebrity grid walks for a while. I think because of that. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Kara got canceled by like the F1 community for Mm -hmm. like for a while for that. Yeah. (laughs) And then it made it more awkward because there was like somebody from Alfa Romeo there that apparently had nothing to do with her. And then she was talking to them saying like, I can't hear anything. Like, and then, so this poor person got involved in it without them even like having anything to do with it. So yeah. Yeah. Ugh, crazy. (laughs) So last we have the most memeable moments. <laughs> I you love know this we one. couldn't have this one without. without I know. A, our so I'm like a, a total like meme girl, you know, like <laughs> once the races are over, like throughout the week, like I love a good old fashioned meme, like with just the picture, you know, and, you know, just like a good meme. So, so I like this one. <laughs> yeah. You want to so read we the had, results? Yeah. So we had George with 60%. So basically all the George memes, which started off pretty much at the beginning of the season with his intro, you know, that stand stance (laughs) and like, we just got them all year long. Um, and then Ferrari got 26% and it was basically just like all the team mistakes and Carlos and Charles, like 
all the stuff that happened to them. And then we have the Mad Max podcast, which we got to see every weekend, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> In the cool down room. Yes. And then you care with 3% of the votes. Yeah. What's your um, favorite? I think I know. <laughs> George. <Yeah. duh. laughs> he just delivered like consistently throughout the season. Like, I don't think a week went by where you were like, what's, what's he going to do this week? You know? And I mean, hello, we have a t-shirt out of it. Like (laughs) princess George, come on. Yeah. One of our top selling t-shirts is this, this George shirt. Um, and so, yeah, I just think he's just, he's just so memeable. Like he, just the way he speaks and like some of the crazy things he says, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just Mm -hmm. like, he doesn't have a filter. Like it just comes out. And the best thing is that he doesn't even realize like it all just comes naturally. Like he could just be standing there and it turns into a meme. Like that's just like his whole look and everything about him is just memeable. Yes. And some of the best ones came out of him literally just sitting there like in the car and like the one turning around. And my favorite one, I think it was like when he's just driving by, like, (laughs) like he didn't even say anything, do anything. It was just, I'm sitting in a car, but it's just like, it's just so funny like <laughs> I know I know how he is I know uh, wh- who gets your first place George yeah yeah I definitely think it was if there was someone who would have brought this award like who would have brought George any sort of competition it would have been Ferrari because mm-hmm. I just felt like all year round like just the bad luck coupled with the facial expressions it was really classic like classic Tifosi unlucky mm-hmm. energy, which, you know, I mean, that's memeable at the end of the day, as heartbroken as like Ferrari fans are like the image of Charles sitting in the chair after like losing or whatever. He, what was that? Like qualifying or he crashed mm-hmm. in qualifying or something. And he ended up sitting in a, in a in yard Brazil. in a lawn chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, just stuff like that. Um, Sad, but funny at the same time, you have to laugh at it. So, you know, which one was another good one was Oscar with, uh, the guy that, what is that called? Like the jet pack that was flying around and he (gasps) fell on the track and he was just like, (laughs) the camera was on him. Yeah. That, that was a good one. That would be my, my second or maybe even first, like that would be a good one. Yeah. That, or, um, any of Bottas's like mooning the camera images that just (laughs) pop up on his Instagram. Like those are so ridiculous. And I think last season they had one of, there was like a a work of art or something like piece of photography of like Mm -hmm. him, him naked in a stream and Lewis Hamilton was there. (laughs) (laughs) Or he gave it to him or something. Oh yeah. He gave it to him. Yeah. 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 So that, I mean, for sure. And you know, all of these were good, but I would say definitely George. And then as far as like the Mad Max podcast goes, like I think my favorite, one of my favorite moments in there had to have been the Vegas car ride. It was so awkward, like so (laughs) awkward. The best one was uh, like when they did a side by side and it's like these two little characters on a bus and one's looking towards the mountain and one's looking at like this beautiful landscape and it's like him and uh, Checo and Checo looks like, so sad or worried or something, but it was just like that screenshot. And then Max looked, Max looked all happy. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot that came out of that 
that car that ride. That car ride. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And it's just like what Max says is so funny. Like he's like, oh, they're taking us to the bars. We're not even going to do the the trophy <laughs> ceremony. Like he's like, bye, everybody. I don't know. He's mm. just he yeah. says some pretty ridiculous things. Um, So that's all we have for right for the polls and the awards. Yeah, that's it. Well, we hope you enjoyed this part. I know. And we did. I think we have a little <laughs> bit of extra time to do some news. And we figured we would just get right into it. Yeah. So um, um good yeah. news this week that we heard. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Logan Sargent has signed with Williams for the 2024 season. James Voles says, I am pleased to continue our journey with Logan into the 2024 season. Logan has demonstrated immense skill whilst under the pressure of the world stage, making him a perfect fit for our team. We have great confidence in his abilities and believe that together we can achieve even greater success in the upcoming season. I thought that was a really nice quote, but sweet James, (laughs) what do you think? Yeah, So I'm glad we didn't have to wait till next year, till January or something like that. Yes. To finally hear it. Yeah. Are you excited? I am. I'm, you know, I'm glad we get to see what he can do next year. Hopefully it's a much better year for him and hopefully, you know, less crashes, less mistakes. Cause now I think really, you know, next year, it's going to really be like, okay, we're really watching what you're doing, you know, because you're not a rookie anymore. You've had some time and now it's time to really prove yourself and, and you don't have that excuse of, you know, you're new and still learning. Exactly. Exactly. Same. I'm super excited for Logan and I'm just hoping we get to know him a little better next Mm -hmm. year. I still feel like he's kind of a mystery to all of us, but Um, So next up on the news, we have Formula One driver Valtteri Bottas has raised $150,000 for Men's Health Charity Movember after the Bottas 2024 calendar featuring photographs of him and his derriere. An initial run of 10,000 copies with five euros from each going to the prostate cancer research swiftly sold out. And more were printed. So he has taken his uh, God-given features <laughs> and raised raised awareness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what better to do than you know raise awareness for something with that? This, I think that's is this really on your cool. Christmas list. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you don't want a calendar up in your house. Yeah, no. Bot ass. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'd take it for, with a stocking stuffer. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll send you a little <laughs> delivery, a special secret Santa delivery. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> um, and then last up we have Max Verstappen has poached Carlos's signs, Car- sorry, Carlos Sainz's personal <laughs> trainer. So Rupert Manwaring ahead of the 2024 F1 season, um, had worked with signs since his F1 debut in 2015, but after eight seasons at the side of the Spaniard has elected to move to Red Bull to replace the departing Bradley Skeins. So I wonder how that? that worked. Who was it? Um, like the trainer's idea, you know, like just say, right. okay, I don't, we're not going to work together anymore. I'm moving on. Or had he been like the, uh, Carlos, 
start that by finding another one right. like I, wonder I haven't how, heard anything how that worked mm-hmm. yeah in the back end of of why um and what happened to max's original yeah trainer? i can't imagine that carlos would want to switch switch trainers because he's mm-hmm. had such a good season like why you know yeah and and if they've been together for the since the beginning Really? Yeah. You know, I feel like that would be a really good connection to have and just understand each other. Um, and then you never know how it might be switching, switching to someone new when, right. you know, you don't know how, how that might work, but right. Yeah. And speaking of trainers, also Yuki's trainer, who was previously Daniel's tra- trainer, he is also no longer going to be Yuki's yes. trainer now. Was there so a controversy he- around him? Uh, the Michael, the trainer, yeah. mm-hmm. I feel like there was, yeah, I'm not sure, really dug, you know, yeah, I, I never don't really start rumors, but it. I feel like there was between maybe him and Daniel. And then that's how we ended up with Yuki. And now that you mention it, you know, Daniel is now at Alpha Tauri with Yuki. So I wonder if that yeah. has anything to do with it. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder, I think I heard something about like his training efforts, like his training plans being extremely ridiculous. That's kind Mm -hmm. of what I heard, but Mm -hmm. I don't, that's all I heard. I don't know like any details. So, um, we know Yuki's not about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yuki hates to train. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you have any other news or are we good? Um, that's good for today. Okay. Yeah. We do want to do another episode, um, probably next week Mm -hmm. with some, some more generic like team news and a lot of news for next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's all we have for you guys today. And I hope you enjoyed it. And if you enjoy listening to us, please rate and subscribe, hit the subscribe button on YouTube and follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And we will see you guys next week, right? Next week. Thank you. All right. Bye.